Start it. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here, nigga. Started from the bottom, now we here. Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, season two, episode thirty. Back from a little two week hiatus. It feels good to be back. Feels good to record. I'm excited for this episode. Uh, NBA Finals recap. We're on Game Four going into tomorrow, so uh, Friday night. That being obviously, this will be listened to after Game Four, so we can kind of give our thoughts going into Game Four, especially after what we've seen from one, two, and three. Uh, starting off with Game One, I mean, this series as a whole was shaped out to be one of the best Finals we've seen in a while. Um, I mean. I think it was shaped out better that Kevin Durant was hurt. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. And what I thought about today was when he got hurt and he strained his calf, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. it was the Reggie Miller effect, right, with the Achilles. We went over this on the podcast. Achilles, everybody got too scared too quick. This was four, four episodes, four or five episodes ago, right? And we were like, all right, well, he lucked out. It wasn't that. And he'll be back for maybe the end of the Western Conference Finals versus the Rockets. It's then turned into it is the Achilles. And they are not saying that. No, they're going to – I don't know. I was talking about this earlier. It seems like for whatever – I mean, not for whatever reason, but that they're trying to let out of – least information possible, which is, I mean, it's, it's a strategy because we've kind of seen where that leads them in the sense of how, obviously, in game two, I think the biggest thing from game two, a lot of people had Boogie as the MVP, was because Boogie played 28 minutes. It wasn't just the fact that, I mean, for Boogie, obviously, he's not going to, his role has diminished significantly, especially come up with injury, but... For him and for this Warriors team at this point in time, him doing 11 points, 10 rebounds, uh, a little over five assists, probably like two blocks, that was big for them in that game. And the fact that he played 20 minutes, there's no, there's nothing that you can say whatever you want about the Raptors. There's nothing that they could have done to foresee that because even with the injuries, because that was a, actually that was the game Kevin Looney went out, yeah. so they couldn't foresee that. You know, Clay ended up going out, and there's just no way you can. And and we thought that Iggy's minutes were going to be limited going in because of how Game One ended. I mean, it's really something to talk about with the ending of dynasties and how sad it can look, and you you kind of like it. You feel bad for the bad guy, you know, who was the bad guy. They've won so much, and you kind of like, damn, you know, this is the end of the road here, which. Some people are jumping the gun and saying this is the end of the road. This certainly is not the end of the road for the Warriors, you know, with making a finals appearance, in my opinion, because they have a summer to decide whether they can sign Kevin Durant or Clay Thompson. And I believe with the two best shooters in the NBA, they have a good shot and a fair shot of making it back in the Western Conference. And if they don't sign Clay Thompson and do sign Kevin Durant, they still have Draymond Green for another year with Curry. And to me, that's finals written all over it as well. So, and, and their bench will just get deeper. What it, what it is to look at is, you know, as time goes on, people get older, 
a la Sean Livingston, Andre Iguodala, who's won some finals MVP. Still an elite caliber player. Obviously, you can see that, you know, going into June, basketball is a little more tiring at this point in time, at this time of his career. Nobody's healthy. And, yeah, look at how Kevin Durant got hurt, as we mentioned. Klay Thompson goes down. Kevon Looney is out for the rest of the series. Boogie Cousins is coming off of a torn Achilles from last year and a uh, torn quad from round one. Like, it just all falls apart at one point. It just crumbles. Look at the Miami Heat where when Dwayne Wade was, you know, aching and and aging, what we thought was aging in 2014. Ray Allen was old. Um, You know, we had... We had the oldest roster in the league. Shane Battier was old. Mike Miller was old. And it kind of just went out the window, and the Spurs ran with it. Oddly enough, Kawhi Leonard is kind of at this uh, at this luck of his career again. Like, the first time he had to play LeBron and Wade at peak Miami Heat. You know what I mean? And then he played them next year, and it wasn't the same. It just wasn't the same. The, the roster was sold. Now, this time, first time come around, he gets to the Eastern Conference, and he plays the Warriors, which, oddly enough, was the team that he almost beat in Game 1 in the Western Conference Finals in 2017 before getting injured. You could argue that they could have won that because, I mean, before Ka- Kawhi went out, they were up 23 in Golden State, mind you. So a lot to go around with these dynasties and just watching them, how they how they kind of – I'd say in this instance, uh, this kind of crumbled, but it's like a temporary crumble. Yeah. Um, however – significant and nothing more significant than game four you know if we want to get into that in a a second Mm -hmm. um we'll still get into you know game three and and how we see you know clay thompson wasn't able to go he he wanted to go obviously but i think the smart move was to sit him out and make sure he's healthy for later down the line because when you lose this game you're still in the series Win or lose game uh, four, and you're still in the series. I believe so. If you're the Golden State Warriors, you're the best team in the NBA, uh, you know, at this time of year. Obviously, injuries aren't on your side. I understand that. With a healthy Klay Thompson, at least, I do think, you know, Golden State has a chance to win this series if they were to lose game four. But that's not saying that it's going to happen. That's not saying that I think it will happen. I just do think they still have that fair chance. To, uh, to make something happen. Because Kevin Durant still has the possibility of coming back in game six or seven. They're, they're kind of leaving it undisclosed like we were talking about. But it's there. Um, and and lo- like I said, the two greatest shooters of all time, I'll take that on a night where you don't know if you're going to get Siakam scoring 30 again. I mean, we said that after game one. In my head, I said it. Uh, and, and we, and we got sense. it again. Yeah, he has a, I don't think he's cracked 20 cents. Well, no, last game... How much did he have in game oh, three? He might, have, he might have just barely. So I know Larry had 23. Siakam might have right. barely. He might have, he might have had like 18. Barely. Yeah, I think but he, he definitely had a loud yeah, game. I think he went Danny Green at 18 because they said uh, all of the rappers. Siakam had 18, yeah. yeah but he went 8 of 16 from the field. Kawhi Leonard, 9 of 17. Marcus Saul, 6 of 17 with 17 points. Kyle Lowry, 8 of 16. Danny Green, 6 of 10, 6 of 10 from 3. He only shot 3-pointers. Mm-hmm. And that's, he had 18 that's, points. That's, that's his game. That's his game. And then, fans lead off the bench. I mean, he had 11 Clutch. points, but Clutch. it was 4 of 8 shooting 3 threes. So, Clutch. 
you've seen the soul snatch, snatched out Warriors with Curry going out there and scoring 47 points. Well, and it most, just, yeah, most ever. Every single time, every single time the Warriors had a shot to get back in the game, they just they they wouldn't wouldn't be able to pull it. So like there was a there was an instance where uh, they're down five. Golden State's down five. Uh, Demarcus Cousins goes up for a layup, misses the layup. They're down seven. Excuse me. They're down seven. Demarcus Cousins misses the layup to put them down five. They go down the transition. Kawhi Leonard steps into a three, and it's like you could have went down five. You go down ten. That happened at least three times in the game where it was just like a four or five point swing, and you're looking at it like, "Damn, Curry's making these tough shots. Curry's bringing you to that five. And then you saw how how much trouble Livingston was having at the rim. You saw how much trouble Eureka was having at the rim. Bogut was having at the rim. Then uh, Draymond Green late in the game was throwing, turning the ball over, trying to throw alley oops to Iguodala. Like it's the fourth quarter. I don't know, man. I don't have high hopes. For the Warriors, I mean, I want to rephrase that because I still think they're going to win the series. That's high enough hopes. But what I'm saying is, like, it's not looking good. Right. But them being the team that they are, there's teams There's teams that you just can't say no. New England Patriots is one of those teams. Golden State Warriors is one of those teams. Uh, you know, they're going to come to fight every year. Regardless of who's playing, who's active, not, the competition is going to be there. We just don't know if Kawhi Leonard is going to be the, the uh, killer again. I think you the will. Dynasty killer. I think you will. I think I, I still have Raptors in six. The Dynasty Slayer. Yeah, we got to come up with a nickname for Kawhi Leonard. I mean, I obviously has a claw, but like a playoff nickname, like, like it, it, the Dynasty Slayer. It might be. Might be. You heard it here first. So now you know. <laughs> no, I still have rappers in six. Uh, I do think that. I first of all, I do think Warriors will win Game Two. I mean Game Four, and for the simple fact of being two-two is significant from being three-one. I grant it's the Warriors, but I just don't think without Kevin Durant that this team could come back from three-one. Especially now, I think that they would have like survival mode would get them, right? A, you know, a I mean, game. In I don't want to believe it. And I, I definitely know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to accept that. I know, certainly, I definitely because Clay, they just said Clay will be back. Clay will play. Van Vliet. I don't where know is this coming from? I don't know. He's been. I mean, we're, we've seen it. From where, where, where is it coming we've from? Seen it, but not in late game situation, and not in big playoff games. We haven't seen it like this year yet. This year in these playoffs, yes. But, but this is a whole different team than last year's team. The, the vibe is different. It's, it's everything's different. I mean, DeRozan. The sacrificial land. DeRozan called himself the sacrificial land. I don't like it. Call him what you want, but Kawhi. you can't get the job done, and you're not Kawhi. You're not affecting both ends of the floor. You're not coming up close when it needs to happen. So call call him what you want, DeRozan. Me with this series, it's like, I, first of all, I think Nick Nurse is doing phenomenal. Oh, like, I agree. The lineups he's having, uh, the luck, the luck has been there. This is what's what's killing me. These finals would be so much more different if Kevin Durant was starting. I uh, agree. You know, from game and one. That's, and like you said, that's the that's the important. And I really don't think they would stand 
a big chance. It would have been like Warriors in six, Warriors in five if Kevin Durant never got hurt. But that's that's not what's going on right now. The fact that the health is at what it is right now, the fact that Curry can score almost half his team's points and still lose by almost 20 points, the fact that this is their they use their 10th starting lineup in the playoffs. Like, it's just all backed up against them. But that kind of, to me, is one of those, like, it's only going to make the story greater at the end. Like, I still have that, that Steph, man. I don't know. Another reason I think for the Raptors that the Raptors realize that this could be their last time. First and last, right there. Yeah, it could be first and last, or well, at least for these players. But, yeah. I mean, Kawhi, we don't know what Kawhi's going to do. I believe he's going to stay. And if he stays, it definitely will not be their last. But they don't know. So I think them realizing that they don't know when or if they're going to get back here. And these guys are vets. So this is probably Marcus Sol's only shot. Uh, Kyle Lowry's only shot. Ibaka's yeah. been there before. Lost to the Heat. What can you do? <laughs> but, you know, look how long it's taken. Look, look the road he's taken since. He's gone to an Orlando team and now ended up, you know, it's, it's taken him a while to get back here. So he, he knows probably more so than anybody. Once um, you hear, you got to savor it. Yeah. So I think the urgency, and not to say that the Warriors don't have urgency, but realistically, whether. KD leaves or Clay leaves or however you know their offseason plan. As long as they have Steph driving the ship, they'll be fine. Because you, I get it. Steph will have his Robin. So as long as Steph is, is, is you know at the helm, they'll be fine. Looking at the West, nobody really jumps out of the West. Every you know, I think everybody's been saying the West is the powerhouse. I think we're starting to see that shift because honestly, besides the Warriors, like I said, depending on how this offseason shapes out. Nobody jumps out of me. I don't believe Houston has what it takes. And they're dealing... I mean, they even came out and said that everybody's up you know, yeah. on the table besides Harden. Everybody's on the table. Uh, war, I mean, sorry, Blazers. You got to look at the Nuggets, really. I mean, it's the most promising thing in the West right now other than the Warriors. They have Jokic, you know, locked up. But they need another star. But Jamal Murray is also in a restricted period next year or... I believe next year or two years. I'm actually not sure. It might be next year, but um, they do need another star. But they do have an attractive location, and they do have an attractive situation. And they need offense. They, they have they have a lot, but they need a lot. They're they're in an interesting situation for me personally. I mean, I feel like they had enough this year. Like the Blazers came out and played, and the Blazers came out and played well these playoffs. Mm-hmm. However, had that game, it went to game seven. However, if that game went game seven Denver's way and they were to play the Warriors, it would have been a good series. Like, no Kevin Durant Definitely versus Denver's. I, 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 I mean, I would have had them in, in five. I would have had the Warriors in five. So, five and four, I mean, yeah, this is obviously, <laughs> pride-wise, there's a big difference between a sweep and a gentleman's sweep, but at the end of the day, Warriors still running. Warriors been here, done that. Nuggets still got to find their way. So, Talking about been here, done that. The Warriors, this is their fifth finals, right? Mm-hmm. They've hosted the finals four straight years. This is the first time 
they're, they're not hosting, right? Yeah, they're not. Uh, I don't know if this is what's gotten into people. I don't know if if you know losing a game at home, losing game one on the road, is is what's gotten into people. But we saw part owner uh, of the old Warriors. Oh get into a, a, an embarrassing act with Kyle Lowry where he shoved him and Kyle Lowry kept his cool. You got to respect Kyle Lowry. This might be the best thing Kyle Lowry has done basketball-wise in his career. Uh, By not doing anything at all. They, tell me. No. <laughs> we love Kyle Lowry. <clears throat> but back to the Warriors owner. Uh, yeah, serious notion. This man shoved an NBA player, first of all. If he was a fan... Uh, Kyle Lowry has no right to retaliate, right? If he retaliates, we're going to look at Kyle Lowry in the light of, why are you acting this way? You should know better. You're an NBA player. That's below you. And the fan, you would think, is like, all right, it's probably just a drunk fan. He had money. He spent his tickets on a game. Spent his money on tickets. Uh, To come to find out, it's actually a part owner of the team that's in the finals. Like, how embarrassing for an organization. Like, embarrassing enough that the series is 2-1. Like, it couldn't be enough, it couldn't be even more embarrassing. And, I don't know. How do you feel about it? I mean, I think there's no place for it. I think that whoever did it needs to be punished. Because if it was me, I'd be punished. Obviously, the punishment that came out and they gave him for the year ban and the uh, $500,000 $500,000 fine. I don't know if that's enough, you know? I mean, I stop on the wrist. LeBron, LeBron said it perfectly. LeBron said, okay. He's like, that's not enough. He's like, they just basically did the minimum of what was required of them, what they had to do. They got out in front of it. You know, they... they quick, too. Yeah, exactly, quick. They basically, like, they did the minimum of what they had to do. My whole thing is... I think more because, I mean, especially what Kyle Lowry said. When Kyle Lowry, when they interviewed him in the post game, he said that fan should be banned for life. All friend, that fan should be banned for life. And you know what? If he wasn't an investor and partial owner, he would be banned for life in the Warriors' position. He damn it would have been because. We're, yeah, but then again, but, no. But look at it this way: what happened with Russ? There was no physical altercation, but and still racist. wrong. No, don't get, like I said, still like, wrong. I'd rather get slapped it than, was, than be called, you know, something like that. Like, in the sense of, of like, damn. Or I'd rather be the person slapping someone than being the person that calls someone this name. You know what I mean? To me, like I said, I mean, we, like I said, we talked about on an episode. We've been, you know, we've been called this, that, and whatever. But the minute you put your hands on me is totally different. For sure. You, for you sure. can say whatever. Yeah. You can say whatever to me. How you feel is how you feel. At this but point. then again, it's like, well, you can't say whatever to me. Because that fan said whatever. He didn't touch nobody. And he can't go back in that arena. That's and my it's point. since 2019, I'd rather be looked at as the guy who was drunk. And, I, you know, I got into it. I, I kind of lost my cool. Other than the guy who goes home at night and he's racist and behind closed doors. You know what I mean? And it came well, out. That, that's because it's, it's publicized. But if we're just, you know, if we're just taking it for what it is. Let's, let's take it out of the context of NBA, uh, bright lights, national televised, nationally covered. Let's take it out of that context for a second. 
Where is on the street? Or where is out in public someplace? Why the basketball court? Why the basketball? Exactly. All right, perfect. Where the basketball court? Some dude comes up to you, says this falls that, that falls on you over the bench. This, that, and a third. He say, but his words. Nine times out of ten. Um, no, 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 no. Let's play this. Let's play this realistically. Let's do this. You're at you're at the courts. White man says to black man, this, this, and the third, being racist remarks. Black man does not, nine times out of ten, not get into a scuffle, not make this some type of altercation, not defend his people, not get nasty, not say something. And yes, saying something is different, but you tell me that you go to nine, ten different parks, and nine times out of ten, a white man says a racist remark to a black man, and it's not going to get physical. I wouldn't believe that. Words don't mean as much as physical actions unless they're coming from a white man and it's going to a black man on some racist shit. And that's real because, it, like, and understandable. In this day and age, bro, if you really have to be set straight at the age you are, like, you got to get set straight. There's no room for it. There's no excuse for it. There's no... I was watching a video on Twitter the other day. This this dude was working at a hotel, and this lady, I guess, called him, you know, the N-word, and he was just killing her with kindness. You know, man, I'm sorry. You, you know, we're not going to be able to service you today. You know, you, you, I heard what you called me, and, oh, I'm sorry. I was just mad. Uh, you know, I, I don't mean it. I'm sorry. You said what you said. You know what you said when you were mad. You know what I mean? And it's just like, there's just no place for it. There's no place for it, whether you're at the basketball court, whether you're at the barbershop, whether you're at the finals in Golden State. As we said, we've, but we've seen and know more cases of somebody walking away or whatever than if somebody punches you, for shows sure. you whatever. For sure. Ten, that's a 10 out of 10. Sure. 10 out of 10. Things happen. And Kyle Lowry said it. Kyle Lowry was like, if I was in the grocery store, if I was in the street, you know, it probably it probably would have ended up totally different. But the fact that he knew what was at stake, he knew it was televised, he knew his kids were watching, he had a lot in line. He had to be the bigger person. Like you said, shout out to Kyle Lowry for being the bigger person. But my whole thing is... And I'm not... We're not to cut you off. Right. I'm not defending the Warriors on that. No, of course. No, of course. I'm just saying. It's, no, we're just putting, we're just putting it in the context. But... And that's my thing. So the NBA, and like I said, the NBA is by far, head and shoulders, the best league out of the four major sports. Adam Silver does a tremendous job, always elevating the, you know, the sport and the league. So my thing is they have the, the zero tolerance policy when it comes to fans. So in this, I, I, like I said, I understand that he is essentially part of of the Warriors organization. If that's the case, he should then be held at a higher standard than just some random fan. Because he knows. Like, he sits in on these meetings. He's with the organization. He's with, he, yeah, he's with these players. He's probably at numerous games. Like, he knows. But for whatever reason, on this night, it's the finals, and Kyle Lowry's having a big night. And yeah, like, he just felt the need to reach two seats over, reach over and push him, and then, on top of that, say, 
basically got every song. Yeah, that's what he said. I don't know what he did. So. Yeah, they basically said, yeah, they, they basically said, blank yourself, go blank yourself. So, yeah, he basically, he calls them repeatedly. So, he basically repeatedly told him, go, you know, so, I just don't understand, and I understand with, with guys like these, you want to hit them where it hurts, and that's their pockets. Because fans, you have no control of them. You can't tell a fan, oh, we're going to find, you know, re- realistically speaking. You ain't getting that money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're going to get that money. It's just really, and you know, these fans, you know, aren't, you know, they're not partial owners of a team. Exactly. So this dude's a billionaire, and, and to a billionaire, that's another thing, to a billionaire, 500K is like slapping the wrist. Okay, 500K, fine. One year band, fine. I'll get over it. I'm still going to make money. I'll be back. Like, like, it's really nothing. Basically, what they're telling him is that you'll never go sit in the NBA finals. But there's no place for that. Kyle Lowry appreciates you for doing that. Whatever his name is. I, I don't know if it's Mark or Mike. Mark, Mark Stevens. That's funny. I'm I, say, I it was one of those. We got to hold the Mark Stevens of the world and the Utah Jazz fans of the world. If... You act up, and you have if you have a zero tolerance policy, then you gotta hold them. I understand there'd be different people, different situations, but your policy is your policy. You gotta hold them to the same accountability. That's all I'm saying. That's true. One was physical, one was racial, and the racial one went worse, which isn't crazy in the sense of it shouldn't be because it's racial. It's more of like racial should be that high, and physical should probably just be even. You know? And like I said, the main thing is if he wasn't a partial owner of, of yeah, he where is he going to be bad for life? For sure. I mean, he, he does do his due diligence and then pay his bills. I'm sure that, you know, there's some business aspects where <laughs> Warriors aren't going to cut their ties with him. But he's definitely uh, learned his lesson. He's not going to be able to sit in that games in the inaugural season in San Francisco, um, which I know that's going to kind of hit him where it hurts. He probably has been waiting a long time. Oh, man. Is he still going to go to sleep making billions? No. That's a fact. That's a fact. Let's talk about uh, one more instance that happened at the uh, Warriors game, which was with a billionaire, another billionaire. Shout out Jay-Z, the youngest black billionaire rapper. First oh, ra- first rapper. Facts. Facts. facts Jay-Z, facts. youngest, Jay. youngest Jay. black billionaire, making Oprah money. At, at, you know, 20 years younger than Oprah. It's going crazy out here. Um, he married this lady named Beyonce. And Ooh. Beyonce? She's a beautiful woman. She's a singer. Allegedly. She's from Houston, so you know what it Allegedly. is. She got, you know what I'm saying? Beyonce. You know, all my single ladies. Uh, what else? Uh, uh, to the left, to the left. Oh. oh. I need no. a soldier. <laughs> you know, Destiny's child. Which one? Her daughter. <laughs> nah, so so Jay-Z and Beyonce were at this finals game. Uh, and the owner, the actual, you know, owner, the one that has, like, majority of the stake in the Warriors, he was sitting... Oh, like yeah. He was sitting right next to him. And, uh... His wife, who was also Mrs. Blake, yeah, she would. Her name is actually Nicole Karan. Karan. Uh, 
she spoke about the incident. So what happened really was she, on video, it appeared to be having friendly conversation with Jay-Z. It looked as if she maybe crossed the boundary by the facial expression of Beyonce. After two seconds, three seconds, she like kind of was laughing. And then she did the Chris Paul laughing and turn around and like serious faced it. Uh, um, and everybody went crazy. Everybody thought, you know, Becky with the good hair probably crossed the line. Right, Mrs. Karan. But we have tweets nine hours ago, fresh off the Twitter, from Ramona Shelburne, you know, ESPN's Ramona Shelburne. She said that uh, she spoke with Nicole Karan, the wife of Warriors owner Joe Laker, about the quote-unquote incident with Beyonce last night. Quote, she was in tears. She said she had been getting death threats on social media all night and this morning. She disabled her Instagram account just to make it stop. Uh, Karan says Jay-Z asked for a vodka soda. She asked if he wanted it with lime, but it was loud in Oracle Arena and she couldn't hear. So she leaned over and that's where the photos of Beyonce looking (laughs) askance at her come from. Karan said that she had no idea, uh, even a miss, until she got home and started seeing texts from friends and checked her social media She's invited Jay-Z and Beyonce to the game three or four times before. Uh, last night, she says she asked if they wanted drinks. Beyonce asked for water, and then she went to go get those drinks. She quoted her saying, there was no hostility. I was trying to be a good hostess. I've never been cyberbullied uh, like this. I can't believe our players go through this and that kids go through this. So it's just kind of, uh, it's just kind of. Sure, Ramona. Yeah, Ramona went to report it. Uh, it's crazy that nowadays with social media, any, 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 any little thing will become the talk of town, the talk of the country. It's not even the talk of town. Everybody's it's the critic. talk of the country. We're all professionals. Yeah, everybody's a critic. Everybody's an opinion. Um, to the point where what I don't understand is like fans, like Beyonce fans sending death threats to the Warriors owner for bringing them into their house in a sense and asking them what they would like to drink, right? Like, I understand, Beyonce is a woman. I can't call her wrong for maybe a little friendly conversation. It could have been a little more than a soda water. It could have been a, all right. It could have been whatever. It could have been a stare down. But we don't know. And we're just trying to make out what it was as we're doing. I'm not, we're not, me and you, trying to make out what it was. We're making out the situation as what it is and knowing that she received death threats and and, uh, you know, she was being, I guess, cyberbullied on social media to the point where she was feeling like she had to literally delete her Instagram or disable it just to get away from all the negativity. And it's, it's not it's not right. It's like at some point we got to we got to grow up like there's 35 year old people doing this. There's 28, 29, 26 year old people doing this. If you're over the age of 20 and you're sending threats and doing this like, bro, go graduate again, bro, or something. That would be like... Go get you another diploma. That would be like me being like a huge fan of Drake in the, the end of game, was it end of game one? Scuffle or whatever, not scuffle, but... Was Draymond? Yeah, but him and Draymond. That would be like me like going to Twitter, going to whatever, and just be like, yo, Draymond, what's good? Like, yo, Draymond, yo, I'm going to be at game four. 
with a gun. <laughs> like, whoa, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah, like, like what? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, bro, listen. Like, Draymond, I'm going to hide your, your mouthpiece so your teeth go back crooked. Like, <laughs> you ain't going to have no more, no more Invisalign or Smile Direct Club no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever, bro. I don't get it. So. So, before we end this episode, real quick, uh, I just wanted to dedicate this episode to my homeboy, Mikey, who uh, passed away the other day. Uh, dude was like my brother. Um, and every time I saw him, I don't know how many episodes, I know he listened to a few episodes, but every time I saw him, he always asked me about the podcast, stuff. I was still doing it, asked me about my opinion with certain sports and stuff. So he always supported, you know, me and everything I did, and you know, I really appreciated it. And, you know, Mikey, you know, we love you, we miss you, we know you're in a better place, so hold it down. Rest in peace, Mikey. I never met the guy, uh, but, I mean, him being your friend, obviously, is a is a friend of mine to an extent. Uh, your loss is my loss as well. You know, we kind of both went through something like this in the same amount of time. It was crazy, but life it is, you know, life is life, and it's going to do kind of certain things that we can't control. We just got to, you know what I'm saying, hold it down for those who who aren't with us anymore and, and and push that agenda forward of what they kind of wanted to do, you know what I'm saying? And, and live, live, through, live, let them live through us a little bit, you know what I mean? So rest in peace, Mikey. Uh, you know, you, you showed love to the podcast, obviously, so I appreciate that. And you was obviously family to Justin, so, you know, I'll pray for your family and well wishes to them. So, but thank you guys for listening. Episode 30. Don't let that distract you that the Warriors are going to win this finals. Like Draymond said, we'll we'll quote Draymond. He said, we'll win game four at Oracle. Then we'll go to Toronto, win game five. We'll come back to Oracle, win game six. And then seven. In that order. In that order. So, thank you guys for listening. Episode 30, we done. I don't know what the fuck I did that had his bad luck Never mind, let me stop lying, bro, I know what's up That's that shady bitch named Karma back to fuck me up Spreading love, giving out money, paying niggas debt Dice game, I'm acting up, I'm up, who wanna bet? Copping fits, copping bottles, drinking to the neck Broke again, and my feelings, I don't know what's next Once again, all black fucked up another 10 Dukes call like, don't forget to turn that rental in Ain't been home in three weeks, and rent due again Gang God sent the text, change the gloves again Every time I'm stressed out, come to the booth Money all fucked up, plus the rent due Damn, don't know what to do Gotta pick my head up, don't run from the truth Right is right, wrong is wrong, and sin is a sin Niggas kill Dane when I find out, I'm killing their kids You call it heartless, yeah you right, I call it revenge Taking risks every day, I don't care if I live Don't need no sympathy, you asking, so I kept it silent You sent some shots to me and I'ma send your ass to Holland No insurance or minority, your ass dying Other side till I die, can't nobody divide it Driving too fast, thinking I got it, then I hit the curb Say I was gonna quit the game, I lied, when it gets my
my word I can't be mad if I got blitz, got what I deserve I'm the king of Oakland, Kelly, bitch, fuck what you heard